I know, I know, season two is over, but what is not over is creativity. And also, this really special code, 20% off right this second at NathanMorrisMusic.com. Click any item and at checkout, type in NMM20. That is N as in Nathan, M as in Morris, M as in Music 20 for 20% off any shirt you purchase at NathanMorrisMusic.com, the official merch store. There is good stuff happening. You hold tight. I assure you to continue to meet you where you are and please meet me where I am on all the socials, like buying you something and then taking a picture of it and tagging me on Insta at Nathan Morris or saying something to me at Nathan Morris Music on TikTok and all the other fun places. January 20th, a new single releases, a new record in the works, soon to have a release date for that too. And then hold tight because season three is just around the river bend. You're loved far more than you could ever know. Thank you for all that you bring to this life because you are worthy. Head over to the store right now and grab you some swag. Code NMM20. Die Trying contains sensitive subject matter and conversations surrounding death and dying and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is respectfully advised. housekeeping before we do dive into today's episode we're going to move the show to sundays no we're not going away we're just going to go to sundays i mean all my favorite episodes and podcasts cool stories are on sunday sunday is the day of rest sunday you can sit out on the back porch when it's warm or inside by a fire when it's cold and not have to rush to get ready for work unless of course you're a funeral director and you're on call and you're going out on a death call nonetheless we're moving to sundays because that's what we're doing. And we'll meet you bright and early, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. So I guess 6 a.m. your time. But 6 a.m. is when we'll meet you. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast right this second so you can get alerted when the new episode drops every Sunday. Okay, you've been warned. Hey, it's you, it's me, it's YDT. It is an echoey. Echo, echo. We're still in the space. And by space, it's not 
myspace.com. It's not the final space, but they did begin to break ground or wall or whatever you want to say on the new studio. Like, the studio is going to be a, a twofer. When I say twofer, it's going to be the studio. It's going to be a place where I cut some epic vocals and where I do this show, You'll Die Trying. And it's going to also serve as a conference room because you're going to have the podcast sweet desk not sweet like s-w-e-e-t but like sweet s-u-i well it could be both i guess nonetheless they did break ground and we should be up and running here in a few weeks in the interim we're just gonna have to have some echo you know it's just a part of it it's part of the it's a it's a part of the growth 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 yeah yeah i'm in rare form it's totally fine. Announcements, announcements. August 6th at the Plaza, the historic Plaza, myself, Nathan Morris, and Anthem Lights are co-headlining an incredible event with 100% net proceeds benefiting the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Head over to NathanMorrisMusic.com. We do have a few VIP tickets still available. We also have general admission. This will sell out. Radio is happening. You're going to hear it on radio. If you listen to that, it's all over the place. You're going to also see it everywhere, too. We got a lot of I mean, we got a lot of stuff coming at you. Be sure to grab you a ticket right this second, NathanMorrisMusic.com. 100% net proceeds benefit the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline because we've all been affected by mental health and we've lost so much these last few years. Few, see, like I lost my voice. We lost so much these last few years. We've been overwhelmed with grief and sadness. And I believe that we all need community. That's what this event is about. I'm excited for it. Head over there now to NathanMorrisMusic.com. Also grab you a new shirt. You should see my shirt. I'm actually filming this right now, and you're going to be able to see it. It's really cool. It's like me wearing me. Grab you one. It's it's the thing. It's the thing to do. Ooh, 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 ooh. Of course, as always, this episode and every episode exclusively brought to you by Big Turkey Foot Coffee, makers of that brown brew, delicious brown brew. We love it. I just got three more bags of it. Thank you all very much. They hand delivered it to me. Now, if you live across the world, they can't do that. But if you go to the shop, they can send it to you via like mail and stuff. And then you can enjoy it. You can text me too, 270-456-4028. It's really me. Yes, it's really me. Ian, I'm going to call you out. You literally... You literally texted me and said, who is this? Like a month after texting me the first time. I'm sorry, bud, but you know better than that. Yeah, it's really me. And of course, EFF, Express Funeral of Funding, our friends working tirelessly on the back end to assign insurance policies and making sure that that balance due does not exist, that looming balance due so on the front end, funeral directors can gather and create a celebration. So fitting for someone who this family we are caring for together, who they love so very, very much. Express Funeral Funding, working tirelessly on the back end and allowing us on the front end, the most important end, to serve our families very, very well. They even have an option called Family Pay. Check it out, expressfuneralfunding.com. If you're a funeral director, a funeral homeowner, trust me, Morris Family uses them at all of our locations. Families love them. Check them out. All right, look. We have a show to do. We do. Kentucky has seen its share of tragedy 
totally changing gears. The irony is, one is at the hands of a funeral homeowner, one who takes an oath to serve a community during the darkest of times, of days and nights, not to create the darkness. The other, the law enforcement community, we work alongside in many facets. We have our Heroes of Public Safety Act, and unfortunately, this is one of those reasons to need it, and we'll get to that, but the law enforcement community that we work alongside to better assist those that we love and serve, they are witnesses of tragedy. Season two, episode 145, a show which pulls back the curtains, take down the walls brick by brick, you funeral directors, and you expose the true hearts of those you who are caring for those who you love most. The heartfelt, heartstring statement you've heard episode after episode does not ring true for this guy. I ask myself, how did it come to this? Take away the obvious disgust for one's actions and respectfully feelings of wanting to punch someone in the face for their negligence. But I ask, why? Did pride play into this? Was the owner so far in debt and financial binding that he couldn't afford the gas bill? Did his pride not let him call a quote-unquote competitor to help with the burden? Was he humiliated to be in such need? Did he think he would have gotten away with things? If you live under a rock, you probably haven't heard, but you have heard about Lankford Funeral Home in Jeffersonville, Indiana. It's super close to us. I received many an Instagram messages and TikTok messages about this the moment it happened. Believe it or not, we actually were called by Lankford months ago, yes, months ago, so to assist with a reverent transfer and embalming. And yes, this loved one was cared for respectfully and was respectfully buried. We checked. What about all the others who have absolutely no idea? The families and these others, meaning deceased loved ones, have no idea, plan, or anything. Their existence is only known by a group of law enforcement officers and people by the smell and the current state they repose in. The shock. The Courier Journal, U.S. News, and every other media outlet that prints media continue to write the story of what, though? So let's start there. What we know. Jeffersonville police responded to a call about Lankford Funeral Home on the evening of July 1st. So a few days before 4th of July, you can do math. And worked into the following morning with several other law enforcement agencies to secure the facility and process the scene. And when I read that, I was like, oh my gosh. At the end of the initial investigation, 31 decomposing bodies 
had been found on site, along with post-cremation remains of 16 other individuals. Yes, you heard that correct. 31 decomposing loved ones and 16 cremated loved ones unidentified. At the end of the initial investigation, counting that many, the shock. I can't, I can't imagine this. You know, I'm reading this as a professional funeral director, and there's my brain can't even fathom. Jeffersonville police worked the scene with assistance from several other law enforcement branches including Clark County Sheriff's Department, Indiana State Police, Clark County Coroner's Office, Clark County Emergency Management, Clark County Health Department, Clark County Prosecutor's Office, Jeffersonville Fire, Indiana Attorney General's Office, and Indiana's Department of Homeland Security. Pandemonium, it sounds like. An otherwise often discreet or Location, a funeral home that when you drive past, you either A, look and just admire the beautiful lines in the grass, or B, don't look at because you think that you might die if you do look over there. So it's very subtle nonetheless. It's definitely not in this instance on this day. Hmm. All agencies had little to say when contacted other than to note that the police are working with the attorney general's office and that the investigation is in the early stages. I think it's good that law enforcement, though, have their one priority, and that one priority is said over and over is to identify all of the remains in hopes to provide the families of the loved ones with some sort of peace and comfort, if that can even be possible at this time. I can't believe it got to this. Why? Of course, Langford Funeral Home's website disappears, Facebook disappears, poof. Custody of these bodies and cremated remains are still with the Clark County Coroner's Office. And I think it's important because I know that we have listeners everywhere, anyone with concerns or information about loved ones or who had entrusted care of one of your family members or a family member's friend to Lankford Funeral Home, please contact the coroner's office, 812-285-6282. And also, if anyone has additional tips about this, please contact the Jeffersonville Police, 812-285-6535. It is very important. Of course it is. And then we hear stories, like individual stories of loved ones. And this is per WLKY, a news station. And they ran this story and report on a family member. And her name is Nicole. And after her remains were transported to Langford, Nicole's parents spent several weeks reaching out to the funeral home, requesting to pick up their daughter's ashes. But... The family, the parents said that each time that they called and made the request, an excuse was given from the funeral home's owner, Randy Lankford. 
Nicole's parents went on to say that Lankford has engaged in fraud, breached his duty as a funeral director, and that his actions have resulted in the intentional infliction of emotional distress. I can't fathom in my brain. And if that isn't enough, there was a police officer involved shooting where three officers and a canine officer were killed in the line of duty. It started, officers went to this man's house, and I will never say such name, on Main Street. It's 15 minutes from the Prestonburg area, and they went just to serve an arrest warrant. When I say just, of course, an arrest warrant is important, and it's dangerous. And this cat opens fire with a rifle. 7 p.m., Kentucky State Police were called to assist officers from Prestonburg Department and agents from the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, London and Ashland offices, those are cities in Kentucky, also went to the scene. And the scene, the standoff lasted three hours or so, and the idiot surrenders at 10 p.m. Bullet holes are everywhere, police vehicles, and the deaths of Floyd County Sheriff's Deputy William Petrie, a former state trooper and Prestonburg Police Captain Ralph Frazier, a 39-year law enforcement veteran. They were pronounced dead early Friday. Jacob Schaffens, a canine officer and patrolman for Prestonburg Police, died Friday evening after succumbing to his injuries. This gentleman was just beginning his career in law enforcement. I can't think of a more exciting time. Is He probably grew up always wanting to be a police officer, playing cops and robbers, just got out of the academy, just did his ride-along for the obligatory three months, I'm sure, I think is what it is in Kentucky. And this happens. And he chose the community safety over his own, and he loses his life. And last but not least, a police canine named Drago, a German shepherd who Chaffins handled, was also killed. Three officers and a police canine. There are other officers that are shot. I don't want to just sweep past them because they too were committing themselves to protecting you. And that's Deputy Darren Lawson of the Floyd County Sheriff's Office. He was shot, Floyd County. Let me see. Deputy Darren Lawson of the Floyd County Sheriff's Office was shot in the leg. And then Gary Wolf. The constable for District 1 was hit in his eyes. His right eye is now blind because he chose your safety over his. It's really sad that all this has happened in Kentucky. 
Tuesday was an emotional funeral service for them. I can't imagine sitting in that center listening to. William loved law enforcement. He loved the job. He loved the people. A friend said during the eulogy for his longtime friend, he is a hero and I know he will never be forgotten. And if you didn't already know, this shooting is likely Kentucky's deadliest incident for law enforcement in 100 years. The funeral itself. Dozens of uniformed law enforcement officers gathered at the Prestonburg's Mountain Art Center. Media everywhere, live streaming the event, local news stations. The spectacle, really. If two incidents could not be more opposite, the funeral director failed 31 loved ones. No, no. The funeral director failed 47 loved ones. The law enforcement community, community as a whole, families of the loved ones, who too devoted their lives to care in a far different way, of course. The funeral directors of the area tasked to honor the lives of those lost, to accommodate the droves of officers from outside agencies, coordinate, facilitate, organize all the tasks. They shouldn't have had to, but they must. And that, my friends, is why incredible people are needed to assist in serving and loving incredible people. The job of a funeral director is a sacred job. Burying of the dead is recognized by many faiths as a corporal work of mercy or one of the most honorable and selfless acts that we can offer to someone. It is such a responsibility, one I take so very serious. This episode angers me. It ends with, through the anger, there is a person or persons in this community specifically who stand tall and put their backpack on and allow the weights and rocks to just fill that backpack and they will carry it just to lighten a load for so many grieving families and agencies, if only just a little bit. I don't know why people do what they do. I can answer why I do what I do. I do what I do because I believe that you are worthy and deserving to be cared for. And someone asked me, on TikTok, at Nathan Morris Music, they asked me, well, if you are exposed to grief and you are open that it causes a sense of anxiety and stress and depression and you have therapy for it, why do you do it? 
it's probably the same reason that these law enforcement officers who died and the law enforcement officers who were injured, and I'm not comparing myself to the brave women and men, don't think that, but the act, they knew they were subjecting their bodies to danger, to hurt, but they chose their neighbor over themselves. And that is why I do what I do. Kentucky has had a wild couple of weeks, tragic weeks. Community is needed. There needs to be a rally. Call someone and tell them that you love them. Call a funeral home and just tell them, hey, I appreciate what you do. Call a law enforcement agency and just say thanks. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. Community Matters, August 6th at the Plaza. That is why we're doing what we do. We believe in community because that builds strength, connectivity, and it builds us up. Be sure to follow me on all the socials at Nathan Morris Music on TikTok, at Nathan Morris on Insta, at Nathan Morris on Twitter, at You'll Die Trying Podcast on Insta. You know, all those places and spaces and things. We've given away merch. We've given away tickets. We've given away so many things. Yeah. Be intentional with everything you do. That's all I have to say for today. I will see you at... 146.